just thought I'd come on here real quick and rant about something that I feel pretty passionate about, and that is the baby on board stickers on the back bumper of people's cars. They irritate me. They almost make the intrusive thoughts that I have want to win. But they don't. Just I, they, they don't win. The intrusive thoughts don't win. Just just as a just, just saying, like I'm I'm not hitting people with baby on board stickers. Please do not cancel me. Please. But what I am saying is that what is the point of using a baby on board sticker? Like I don't or magnet or whatever you use. I don't understand the point of it. Because it's not like people were going to hit you even if you didn't have that on. That that's not like it's not like giving them incentive not to hit you. It maybe it's even giving them more of an incentive to 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 hit you, because they're thinking, and I'm not saying this from personal experience, but maybe they're thinking like, wow, I can, I can cause a lot. No, I'm saying this from personal experience. That people, I I think that when I see a sticker like that, I I think to myself, man, I can cause a lot of damage. Not even just in physical like car, but I can cause emotional damage across this this entire family line if I decide to not break when they are making a right turn. Like, I could really cause a lot of damage, but I don't. And I'm man enough to say that I won't, because I know that's messed up. But still, like, not having a baby on board sticker is not going to make somebody, like, hit you just because they're like, oh, good, they don't have a baby, this is perfect, I can still hit them. No. 99.9% of the time, people are not trying to hit you. So... They just annoy me. I'm sorry. And then also, might I add, that you usually see those stickers or magnets on people who leave their babies in the cars. Like, when you're in a Walmart parking lot and you take a look in somebody's car who has a baby on board sticker and the baby is just sitting there with the windows rolled down and the car is off and it's 90 degrees out. I'm sorry, but if you automatically think that having a baby on board sticker just gives you the okay to leave your baby in the car as if that that's that's like a free pass for people for, for people to be like oh they know they have a baby in the car like they rolled down the windows it's okay no Melissa it is not okay for you to leave your child with the windows rolled down like a dog at least get the Tesla that says like there's a pet in this car so the AC stays on like Come on, it's not even that hard. Like, really? I'm sorry. Like, th- that's just a little thing that I thought I, I had to get off my chest. I saw one today. It irritated me. I really needed to get that off my chest. But, you know, I'm a big fan of babies. I love I love children. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I love being with... No, I love... I love the idea of one day having a child of my own. There we go. Because I have been told that I am very good with children. I don't I don't know if that's that's a hold on or like I keep going, but I'm just going to keep going. But I I believe that, you know, children should be should be are sacred, you know. Children are awesome. But like I don't know, sometimes you just want to pull a power move and 
smack them around a little bit. You know what I mean? Because what they can't do anything. Like I remember when I was a kid, I used I used to go to my cousin's house. And at the time I was like probably eight, nine, ten maybe. And they had they had just had a baby girl. And she was probably like one or something. Like very she was literally a bean. Like she did not understand anything. So I remember the baby was crying one time upstairs and they had told me, Hey Nick, can you go check on our on our kid? on our baby girl real quick and I said okay sure so I go upstairs I walk into their room baby sitting there in the in the cradle the manger if you will I look in and she's crying and I'm like why is this baby crying and I go baby you know like the classic like 10 year old who doesn't know how to deal with babies because you basically still are one so I'm like, hey, come on, like, stop crying. It's okay, it's okay. Hey, look at me, and I'm playing peekaboo and doing whatever. Not working. Baby's still bawling her eyes out. So I'm thinking to myself, well, should I just get the parent? And I kind of sit there, you know, pondering what I'm gonna do next. And that's when I look into the the cradle or the the whatever she's the nursery, whatever she's sleeping in. I look in and I'm like, I'm very powerful in this situation. And I think to myself, I could kill this baby right now. Who's going to stop me? What are they? Gonna, what is this baby going to do to me? But I don't do that because I'm not mentally messed up. But what I do do is I just I just grab her forehead, and I just kind of hold like that for like ten minutes. Not ten minutes. That's exaggeration. I, I, I like like I, I probably like two two seconds. I just grabbed her head and like wiggled it a little bit and I was like, look at this baby, so stupid, can't even do anything. Like, if that was me, right now, at my age, and somebody wiggled my head, they would be dead, dropped. But this baby can't even do anything, just sit there, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, what you gonna do when I'm wiggling your head like that? That's right. And then, waltzed back downstairs, told the family, baby's not, not calming down. They went up and took care of it. But... I walked out of there with a newfound sense of power. And the whole power dynamic of my life changed from there on. I went on and didn't take anything from anybody anymore. You know why? Because I had just wiggled a baby's head. Yeah. Nobody was going to mess with me. Nobody at all. Man, that was a crazy feeling. Just thinking about that, going back like that. Oh. <sighs> that was crazy. But man, being a kid is such a insane feeling if you think about it. Like, you have nothing to worry about. And as a kid, obviously, you think you have an insane amount to worry about. But you have nothing. Like, the most you have to worry about is what you're having for lunch that day at school. That's such a great feeling to think back on something like that, you know? Just being like, man, the craziest thing that happened to me when I was a kid was like when I got like a big booger out of my nose after I picked it or something. Like, that's crazy. That that was like the the craziest thing that would have happened to me. That would have been mind-blowing. But now, like, I have work. And I have to work around my work schedule. Like, that's not fun. 
Like, I I just want to be able to hang out with my friends and not being like, oh, uh, I work on this day, so I have to get off, and oh, I only am free Monday through Thursday. But also, going back to the Monday through Thursday thing, if you had an opportunity to make your own schedule, who on God's green earth would make their schedule Friday through Sunday? Obviously, if you're a waitress or a waiter, it's to make more money, but like, for anything else, why would you want to work Friday through Friday and Saturday specifically? Why would you ever want to work those days? Those are like, in my mind, those have always been the days where I have wanted to do nothing. Even now that I'm in college, like if it's a Friday or a Saturday, I can't do any work because I'm so used to the routine of like going to school and then getting off on that Friday and then having the whole weekend and then just being doing nothing until Sunday. Like, that was a great feeling. And I, I don't, I don't want to lose that as I get older. So I only make my work schedules. Like, my work schedule right now, Sunday through Thursday, done. Friday, I get off Thursday at 3. Boom. Basically a three-day weekend. It's the best thing ever. It's a great feeling. Like, not having to work on Friday and Saturday when you just have that off time for yourself. It's great. But, man... And going back to the school thing, like, really nothing hits different than a half day on a Friday. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Going back and thinking about how awesome it was when it would hit, like, 11.30 and you were starving because you haven't had eaten lunch yet. But you knew that once lunch hit, then you would just leave. And you could go to whatever restaurant you wanted. You don't have to deal with the disgusting chicken pot pie that they served at lunch with like the hair of the lunch lady in the back or something like oh my gosh that's a great feeling it's crazy i feel so old talking like that absolutely disgustingly old but honestly like going back to that whole thing about the chicken pot pie i honestly just really want to talk about that because thinking about that has really made me very very appreciative of chicken pot pie because I have to say, it it is probably the best, probably one of my top, if not top three, favorite disher, dishes of all time. Like, not even just for dinner. Like, honestly, chicken pot pie is good for, like, other than for breakfast, I feel like chicken pot pie is a very adaptable dish to any time of the day. Because it has your proteins. It has your green beans, it has your peas, it has your chicken, and then it, uh, it has carrots. Sometimes they add some onions in there. And it also, it has bread. Like, who doesn't love bread? Like, it's the best dish ever. It's a beautifully crafted dish where you have the beautiful mix of gravy and carrots and potato and chicken and peas all in mash together underneath this beautiful layer of soft, buttery, crusted biscuit. And it's so good. It's a genius dish. And if you think about it, like, how come nobody ever thought of this? Like, the first person who thought of this, you know. You are... Okay, I'm sorry. You already know that this guy was praised by like everybody but not at first 
he was definitely called a madman for his discovery because he definitely discovered this in such a weird way. I don't know who it was, but he definitely was just like, I have so many leftovers. And my view was like, this is like in like ancient Greek times when they had like, did not have sanitary habits at all where like poop was being like thrown out in the streets still. And people were like, like, the nights when they would put down their coats, it would be so that girls wouldn't step and pee and poop. Like, that chivalry, you know what I mean? Or shittlery. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's my view of when chicken pot pie was discovered. That there was some guy sitting in his house with a bunch of leftovers of gross medieval food that they had. And my view of the medieval food is, like, the stuff from medieval times that they give you, like, the chicken and then mashed potatoes and then, and then like, french fries or something. And he just is like, I'm so tired of eating this crap. I've eaten this for, like, every day, every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I've eaten chicken, mashed potatoes, peas. I'm done. I'm done with this. So he took them all and he chucked them in a bowl and then got angry and then stepped all over it with his with his feet and then he was like whoa what what is this I started smelling this savory goodness coming from that bowl that he had just smushed with his feet he looks over at the bowl sees a beautiful mix of ingredients that look somewhat like diarrhea but grant you he says Ew, what is that? And grant you, he goes over, grabs a spoon. Mmm. Mmm. Gobbles away at that chicken pot pie. And then he says to himself, I have created the most beautiful mix of ingredients ever. He says, but anybody can do this. He or she, pardon me. They say, but anybody can do this. They then go. They grab bread. Put some bread in it. Oh, so good. This is so delicious. Goes then. Not to the oven, because remember, in my mind, this is medieval times. Goes out to his back patio. Puts everything he'd had into a bowl. Then makes his own flour puts it on top of the bowl, waits for it to heat up, puts butter on it, tastes it, boom, chicken pot pie, baby. That's how I envisioned chicken pot pie was made, and it was a hit. Oh my gosh. I love, I'm sorry, I went off on a rant there, I really don't even remember what I was talking about, but the moral of the story is that I, I enjoy chicken pot pie a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. It's so delicious. Oh my gosh. This has really just turned into my ADHD completely acting out. Oh, by the way, I do have ADHD, in case you couldn't tell. It allows me to 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 just think out loud. And everything that I'm saying right now is coming straight out of the dome. You know, dome to mouth. Mouth to mic. Mic to your auditory system that to your brain boom just explained how sound works to you
So it's kind of crazy though. Like I'm literally just looking at stuff. Like I'm in my clo- I'm in a closet, not in my closet, but I am in I am in a closet which has a bunch of chairs in it, and I I I've realized I haven't even described the surrounding that I'm in right now. So just picture Harry Potter's broom closet that he he sits in. We have the singular light bulb hanging with the with the long string in order to click it up and down. Classic. It is underneath the staircase too. Very appropriate. Has a lot of chairs. Uh, which one of them I'm using to sit on. Our luggages are down here. We have a couple tubs. We have a Vent VP25 air mover high velocity fan. Ideal for drying kitchen and bathroom floors, drying wet surfaces, drying hard to reach crawl spaces, home plumbing projects, circulating air, cooling workspaces. Do it yourself like a pro. Be air. Well, O'Hare Air did it better. <laughs> All right, sorry. But man, that's that's everything we have back here, and we have you know circuit boards and whatnot. But that's really my surrounding right now, and, and the only reason I'm here is because of the sound quality, because it's very tight space, a lot of stuff in it, not a lot of echo. But yeah, I feel like that that's really the end of you know, this episode, as we start to reach 20 minutes, I'm even questioning if people are still watching this, not watching, but listening to this, and, you know, if I end up posting this somewhere, um, if there's a comment section, I would love for, you know, people to leave some comments talking about what topic I should touch on next, maybe a topic they're passionate about, maybe something they're not passionate about, I don't know why you would want me to talk about it, but, you know, I won't judge. We're a non-judgmental podcast here. Free thought, free speech. Everything free. Flowing like the mouth. Like what I'm doing right now. Just boom, boom, boom. Word, word. You know? But yeah, that's basically it. That's that's the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls and dreamers and believers, as they say in Disney World. But that's really it. So if you're still listening and you've you've gone 20 full minutes listening to my silky smooth voice, my silky smooth voice, thank God you're still here. But man, you're a soldier because I I cannot listen to my voice for that long. I literally right after I I make these, I listen to the first couple seconds, couple minutes to just hear if the sound sounds right, and I. I just kind of let them be, you know? I just kind of let them run their course. So, I'm hoping that some people find amusement or comfort or relaxation out of this. And who knows, maybe I'll do an ASMR one. Who knows? That's a great idea. Maybe I'll do a painting one where you can follow along. Maybe I'll do an audiobook. You know, there's a lot of great ideas I have here. But it's just it's just on the audience, you know? It's based off of what the audience wants. What's the what what do the people want? So drop that comment down below and make sure to like and subscribe to the video. No, I'm kidding. But that is something I would love to do. I would love to start a YouTube channel, but I'm not sure what I would do it about. So one problem I have. But that's it. That's the podcast. So thank you so much for watching. Not watching, listening. 
sorry. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. If you did, thank you. <laughs> There's no way for you to tell me, but thank you, and I'll see you, not see you, talk to you in the next one. All right, bye-bye. Hasta luego. Hasta la vista. Afuera saying, bye-bye.